0: Yo, what's up? This is Got Fit of Japan, and I am Johnny. And uh, actually, uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, due to schedules and shit, uh, basically, Maddie couldn't make it, and I couldn't make it together. Me and Maddie could not make it together. <laughs> We're not making it together this week. I'm sorry for your uh, audio. Or maybe, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe you guys are like, Oh, thank God they're not going to make it on radio. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, just scheduling and stuff. We we could meet up together um, to do the show. Although we were drinking together last night at Gamuso, who is one of our sponsors, by the way. And we're drinking with Sam, too. Sammy was there, who is another one of our sponsors. So it's a glorious night of drinking at Gamuso in Asagaya. So make sure you get your ass there because um, both places are fucking fantastic. So, um, yeah, however, this week, uh, I'm going to do a uh, first segment of the show, and then Maddie is going to record a segment of the show, and he's going to send it to me, and we're going to mix it together and shit, so basically, you're going to get uh, peanut butter and jelly with a little bit of whiskey, but not together, so you're having peanut butter, and then you're having jelly, and maybe whiskey, hopefully you're drinking whiskey, and you better be drinking, unless you're driving, if you're driving, you shouldn't be drinking, because that's fucked up. Um, yep, yeah, so got it in Japan is about two dudes booze, Japan and the news. So if you're a new listener, thank you very much for listening. And um this is not usually how we do it, but uh you'll get the gist of it. You're you're getting both personalities, just not at the same time. Which is kind of interesting because usually I got somebody to shoot um shoot the shit with, but now I'm just shooting the shit with a little bit of espresso and a little bit of whiskey. Whiskey espresso. Uh not really a fan, but it's doing the trick. Alright, so, let's see here. So, what I'm going to do for today, and this show is episode number 227. 227. That's 220 weeks. Wow, that's, that's a lot of shows. Shit. Okay, so what we're going to do is, um, I'm going to talk about an epic story. Um, yeah, when people come to Japan and stuff, and when we meet faders and stuff, sometimes they ask about this this character who has never been on the show, but we've mentioned him quite a few times and stuff. He is Mr. Y., and Mr. Y is my friend, the pimp. Now, I'm going to talk about my friend, the pimp, because, well, today, well, we've got two different kinds of stories. I mean, the news is littered. I mean, it's, it's graffitied with all these stories of stabbing and sex-related shit. Stabbing and sex-related shit. Stabbing and sex. I mean, they kind of go together. Well, it depends on how you're defining stabbing. I mean, if you're talking about stabbing with your wiener, yeah, dude. There's a lot of sex going on in Tokyo, <laughs> but if you're talking about stabbing with a Rambo knife on that, and uh, yeah, yeah, then no, no, that's, sex and violence doesn't go together. Although it does for Jane's addiction. <laughs> you catch that out of reference. <laughs> so, okay, my friend, the pimp. How did I become friends with a pimp? Let's see. Um, it was about five five years ago. Yeah, it was about five years ago. I was uh, teaching English in Japan, um, where I reside. And, um, I was using this internet site, basically, where I have, like, my name, my information, all the shit up there and stuff, right? And then, you know, if, like, somebody was interested in taking a lesson with moi, they would basically set, shoot me an email, and I would meet them, and, yeah, basically, you know, do some English. Basically, talking. I would just talk. Talk, 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 talk. This is what I'm good at. I talk. I talk and I drink. I drink and I talk. I do it together. <laughs> in fact, sometimes I don't stop drinking or talking for days on end. Now... Anyway, this guy, Mr. Y, he sent me an email saying he's interested in uh, studying English. He wants to go to Vegas and shit. And um, yeah, so I said, sure, let's meet up. So he invited me to uh, Mejido, which is on the west side of Tokyo, to, um, to a McDonald's, right? And so we go to McDonald's and shit, right? And we get a cup of coffee stuff and we're just talking and talking and talking and stuff. He starts talking about his business, right? And then he said his business was a, a t-shirt company. He owns like, like a, a variety of t-shirt shops, right? And like like Ueno and Ikebukuro and um I think Saitama. And I was pretty excited about that because as you guys know, I do a lot of like art and painting and stuff. And I was thinking about like having my own t-shirts, right? So, so, so I was pretty interested in his business. So we're talking about his business and we're talking about his hobbies and this and that and stuff. And I met him probably about three to five weeks which is like three to five times right and through all that time I started making my own t-shirts right so I sent away and I got uh some spilt ink t-shirts made right and and they were pretty cool they're black and white and I thought they looked pretty, pretty awesome right so I got them printed up and uh so I met Mr. Y and so I, I meet him and stuff at McDonald's I don't know why he liked McDonald's he just likes McDonald's some people like it some people don't me I'm, I'm I'm in a gray area you know going to McDonald's is fine you know having a cup of coffee and the burgers really aren't that bad I mean you I mean, I guess here in Japan, they found fingers and shit in them and stuff from China and some other shit. No, it wasn't a finger. It was a tooth. Some kid bit into a fucking hamburger and there's a tooth in there or some shit. And it's on the news. You can Google it or whatever. But um, yeah, so I guess McDonald's just kind of fucked up now. <laughs> at the time, it wasn't that bad, right? So anyway, I meet him at McDonald's and shit and I show him my shirt. And I'm like, dude, Mr. Y, take a look at this. This is the brand new Spilted T-shirt. And you know what? I'm going to sell it to you at a discount price. And you can sell these in your shop, and I can guarantee that these shirts are going to sell, and they're going to sell bi motherfucking g hell yeah! And he looks at the shirts, and you know he's pretty happy. He's like, "Oh, the shirt looks pretty nice and stuff. I I like it, but I think I should probably tell you what my job is." And at that point, I'm I'm a little bit com- like confused. I'm like, "Well, what do you mean, what your job is? I mean." Didn't you say that your job was making T-shirts and selling T-shirts and stuff like that? And I gave you a T-shirt that you can sell in your shop. We can make money together, stuff. Let's get rich. And anyway, he goes, "Okay, okay. Listen, my job is a little bit interesting. I I don't sell T-shirts per se. I sell pussy." And I'm like, what the fuck? What, what are you talking about? And he didn't say it like that. But basically, he broke the news saying that, like, he basically sells services to men who like the company of women for a price. And I'm just like, holy shit. Now, at first, I'm just like, wait a second. This isn't true. However, every so often, every couple of lessons, he would tip me 100 bucks, Ichiman yen. And he had a Rolex, and all his clothes were always new. Like, it looked like he always just bought clothes that day and wore them and threw them away and shit. All his clothes were, like, super, super nice, right? And his hair was always styled perfectly, right? Now, he didn't look like, like a pimp from, like, the 70s. Like, like the stereotypical kind of, like, you know, like a feather in the hair alligator shoes. Although, I'm pretty sure he, he does have alligator shoes. But, and he does have a pinky ring. Okay, he's borderline stereotypical when it comes to pimps, right? So, but not, like, super stereotypical. Like, when you think about the pimps and shit, you think about, like, the movie Taxi Driver. When Robert De Niro's in, like, the cafe hanging out with his buddies for the first time. And fucking, like, there's, like, the screenshot or this this kind of, like, um this pan. It shows, like, all these pimps are sitting there waiting for their fucking bottom bitches to show up with their fucking dollar and shit. He doesn't look like that. Although he did wear sunglasses a lot. So, okay, back to the thing. So anyway, he's here and he explains his business, right? He's like, well, I do this and stuff. I got this internet site and I do this and this and this and this and this. And I'm just thinking, holy shit, it kind of makes sense. Although I don't really believe it until he pulls on his phone and he goes, yeah, these are some of my girls. And and he, he had fucking, I don't know if it was a hundred, but maybe like. Fifty pictures of fifty different girls and shit all dressed like all like there's like screenshots of like like something you'd find like like professional photography done or whatever. Like them I mean, the photos are just amazing of all these girls. One after another after another after another. And I'm just like, holy shit. You own all these well, I guess not own, but you manage all these girls. And he's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, you know, it's a job and da-da-da-da-da. And then Basically, his lifestyle kind of, like, made sense. You know, the guy's got, like, three, no, two Porsches and a Mercedes. No, he's got, like, a lot of cars and shit. And he's got, like, three or four different apartments and three or four different really nice areas of fucking Tokyo and shit. I mean, the guy is fucking, like, amazingly rich. And now now that I think about it, why the fuck were we meeting at McDonald's? <laughs> Out of all the restaurants, why were we meeting in McDonald's? McDonald's we're having like a 100 yen, $1 coffee, sitting there drinking coffee and shit, chit-chatting for like an hour. Wow, that didn't really make sense. Maybe he like McDonald's. I mean, maybe if you're super rich, you can still like, maybe he grew up on McDonald's. I don't know. I'm going to have to ask that guy. So anyway, after that and stuff, I still taught him English for a while and stuff. And then it got to the point where basically he just didn't want to like teach or study English anymore. He just wanted to like hang out and drink and shit. So, and that was cool with that, you know, because he'd pay for all the drinks and shit. we go to like, like the places where I wanted her to go. He's like, where do you want to go drinking? I'm like, well, let's go drinking at uh, the tap room. Went to the tap room once and shit. And then one time we went to like a nightclub and shit. And uh, no, I actually went to unit. It was a DBS event. And uh, yeah, that was pretty insane and shit. So we go to drinking every so often and we became pretty good friends and shit. And I never met any of his, um, his, uh, his hookers I don't know what I should call him. Any of his employees. I didn't meet any of his employees for a long time, right? We'd all just hang out and shit, just drink and stuff. And it got to the point where, like, I mean, his business didn't really mean anything and shit. He was just, like, a cool guy that I was hanging out with and drinking. He was just a cool friend, right? Mr. Y became a friend, right? Oh, wow, whiskey. Ooh. Whiskey and coffee really doesn't mix together that well. Yeah, yeah, yay. Yeah. So, anyway... This is pretty interesting. So I'm going to get to, like, a, an interesting story with me and Mr. Y. Um, one time we were drinking at Dublenders in Shibuya, right? And he calls me up. He's like, hey, Johnny, I'm drinking at Dublenders in Shibuya. Or what was it called? duels? Duels. I forget. It's like this Irish-ass kind of bar and shit by Ichimado Q in Shibuya. So anyway, he's like, hey, I'm done your shit. I'm here with a friend. Why don't you come up and stuff? And when I say friend, okay, he's got a bodyguard, right? And so sometimes we'd be drinking with his bodyguard and stuff. And his bodyguard was a smaller guy. I, I'm, I'm scared of this guy. I mean, he's a really cool guy, but he's smaller. He's about, he's about as big as me. I'm not the tallest guy, right? But this guy, he's, I think he must be like a black belt in Judo and Jiu-Jitsu or Taekwondo or something like that because it's like he's like a smaller guy, but he could be like one of those small guys that's super dangerous, right? So anyway, like, he'd be hanging out with his friend and shit. We'd be drinking together and shit. Drinking with a bodyguard. That's probably not the best of ideas because I, I shoot my mouth off a lot. <laughs> I get myself in a whole lot of trouble sometimes. So anyway, but I never got in trouble with, like, anybody, right? So anyway, so I thought it was, like, him and, like, uh, what I call? Uh, his bodyguard, right? So anyway, I show up and stuff, and there's, there's Mr. Y with a girl. And I'm, like, thinking, oh, shit, this must be one of his, his uh, employees, per se. And so anyway, I go, I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, hanging out and shit like that. And I guess she was like half Chinese or something. So she could speak English a little bit, which is cool. So I was like, talking to her and stuff like that and talking to him. We're all just hanging out. And I guess she was a potential employee, right? I guess she was a hostess and stuff that, you know, like maybe she was thinking about working for him or something. I don't know. I don't know the details. Yeah, I don't really talk about his business anymore at all. So anyway, so we're hanging out and shit and stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, I get this email from my friend Francois, right? And Francois, he was on the show a long time ago and stuff. And um, he sent an email, saying, so I'm like, Hey, Johnny, we are having a party in Shibuya. It's a pimps and hoes party. So if you can come and stuff, get some clothes and look like a pimp and stuff. Ah, da, da, da. And so he was having, like, this DJ party, a pimps and hoes DJ party. Now, I'm pretty sure everybody that's listening knows what a pimps and hoes party is. A pimps and hoes party is a party where, like, the guys dressed like pimps from the 70s. And all the girls dress like, you know, hoes, like like sluts, like prostitutes, right? They dress really sexy, right? These parties are always a whole lot of fun and shit. If you ever get invited, definitely go. You, you'll have a great story for the office on Monday. So anyway, I asked, I asked Mr. Y. I'm like, hey, man, there's a party happening down the street. Do you, do you guys want to go? He's like, yeah, sure. All of a sudden, he gets an email not too long after that and shit. I guess like two of his girls, his employees and shit, are they're wanting to hang out or party or something like that. So he asked me, he goes, hey, get a couple of my uh, other employees come on and hang out. And I'm like, sure. So fucking, anyway, then all will send like, two of his employees to, and they look like normal girls. To be honest, like, hookers on, like, uh, I guess, like a normal day, which is funny, it was a Saturday. I guess Saturday would be a busy day. huh? Anyway, so, like, like they they just look like normal, normal girls and shit. They weren't dressed all slutty or anything like that. In fact, they looked a little bit conservative, to be honest. I mean, you would never, ever, like, suspect these girls of being, like, prostitutes and shit. If you're on a train sitting next one, you just think it's, like, some kind of, like, a, a student or something like that. So, anyway, what happened is, we're, like, we all just decided to go to this pimps and hoes party, right? So, we walk in... Oh, we leave the the bar and shit, and we walk into the club and stuff, and the music was like, like, um, I think it was kind of like hip-hop, hip-hop techno and shit. Francois always has the best parties and shit, when he lived in Tokyo. I'm sure in France he's got great parties now, too. So, anyway, we walk in and shit, and then, you know, I look around, and everybody's dressed like a pimp. Like, all the guys are dressed like pimps, and all the girls are dressed like hoes. They're all just dressed like complete sluts. I mean, these girls look fucking dirty, nasty, right? So we walk in, and then it dawns on me. I'm like, holy shit. I, Johnny, am walking into a pimps and hoes party with real pimps and real hoes. I am the motherfucking man. Holy shit. This is like Batman secretly walking into a cosplay party, and nobody knows he's the real Batman because everybody's dressed like Batman. (laughs) It was crazy. So... We go to the back and shit, and we're all just hanging out and drinking and stuff, and prostitutes, they can drink. Holy shit. So we're just getting all drunk and fucked up and shit, hanging out and stuff. It was a good party and shit, we're all dancing and around and stuff. I mean, it wasn't a big club, it was really small. It was like the size of like, um, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, it was like, a, and imagine your big stereotypical club and shit, and mm, I guess 25% of that was the size of like this place, right? So it wasn't that big, it was very comfortable. But I wonder what, like, Mr. Y was thinking and shit when he saw everybody dressed as stereotypical pimps. Because I don't think he understood that it was a pimps and hoes. That's not really a big Japanese kind of thing, a pimps and hoes party and shit. I've never heard of, like, a pimps and hoes party unless it was, like, a a foreigner's pimps and hoes party that they have in Japan and shit. So I'm not sure if he was confused or whatever, but, yeah, everybody had a pretty good time. And that's the time I hung out with pimps and hoes at a pimps and hoes party. My life. Oh, God. So yeah, yeah, that's the story of Mr. Y and how we became friends. And actually I should probably give him a call. I'll probably go drinking this weekend too. I haven't seen him in a couple of weeks. So I introduced the story of Mr. Y because this week we have two different kinds of like like stories for Got in Japan. Now we usually do the top two stories and then after the top two we take a break in the top five. Or we have an interview, right? Which we've been doing quite often. However, this week is a little bit special, and this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the sexy stories. Now, these stories are sexy, but when I say sexy, it's going to be a little bit different. It's not like sexy, like, I mean, fuck, dude, this has got faded in Japan and shit. These stories are going to be fucking dirty and raunchy and just all fucked up. Okay, here we go. Give me a second. I'm using an iPad here. Okay, now... In Japan, on the trains, sometimes we have chikan, right? Or hentai hito, which means perverts, right? So so we've got perverts. Not everybody's a pervert, but every so often on a train and shit, a guy will get busted for either taking a photo of a girl, like maybe uh, like under her skirt or some shit, or actually like like trying to finger bang her on the fucking train or some shit, right? And I mean, you've heard more than enough of these stories on our show. And if you're a new listener, just go back to... I don't know, two episodes ago, three episodes ago, 20 episodes ago, a hundred episodes ago. And I'm sure you'll hear one of these stories. Now, the interesting thing is, it's usually normal businessmen or, or you know, like, or executives or CEOs or even cops or military people that do this kind of shit. And there's people that you would never, ever suspect of being a pervert, right? Like, I guess, like, well, let's see. Hmm... Who would you never suspect of being a pervert? Um, maybe a doctor because a doctor looks at like put nanny all day and shit, you know? I mean, especially if he's a gynecologist, he's probably not too interested in like taking pictures of or touching girls like, like, like the JJs or anything like that, or little boys wieners because <laughs> that's his job, right? Um, okay. So you would never suspect uh, a doctor. You'd never suspect, uh, hmm. Would you never suspect? Shit, God, I guess a pervert could be anybody. <laughs> and that's where this story is going. <clears throat> here we go. This story takes place in Odawada. Buddhist monk arrested for filming up girl skirt on escalator. Yes, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen, faders. A Buddhist monk got busted for being a puvat. <clears throat> Police have arrested a 41-year-old Buddhist monk for using his smartphone, not sure how smart that smartphone is if he's getting busted, <laughs> smartphone to film up the skirt of a 16-year-old girl as she was on an escalator at a JR Odawada station in Kanagawa Prefecture. According to police, the incident occurred at around 9.30 p.m. Saturday. I was say, maybe he's getting back from like a bar or something. Maybe there's like a Buddhist bar. <laughs> A monk bar or something like that where all like the Buddhist guys hang out at and shit. They all got shaved heads. Kind of looks like, like, a, like a skinhead bar or some shit. Oh my god. Scary. <clears throat> the monk was identified as Masahiro Masuda from the temple in Hadano, TBS reported. The girl was on a long escalator with her father when she suspected that Masuda, who was behind the girl, was using his smartphone to film up her skirt. We'll give it away? Maybe like the... Because in Japan, all our phones have sounds, right? When I went to the States... <clears throat> oh, oh, no. <laughs> when I went to the States, when I went to Europe and shit recently... Fucking, I would take a picture and everybody told me to turn off the sound. They said, hey, Johnny, that's really fucking lame. Turn off the sound. And I said, oh, in Japan, you can't turn off the sound. And they're like, why not? And I said, because we have perverts and shit. So basically having that, 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 that sound when you take a picture and stuff... That's to warn people that you're taking a photo and shit. So, like, I mean, if you're on a train or something, everybody knows who's the pervert, right? So it's basically like a pervert's calling. (laughs) A pervert's calling. Oh, God. Okay. The girl was on a long escalator. Oh, with her father. Oh, shit. I just read this. Oh, dude. She's with her father. She's 16. Oh, man. This monk is going to get it. I would love to see the situation unfold. All right who was behind her using his smartphone to film up the girl's skirt, her father grabbed Masuda at the top of the escalator. Oh, dude, I hope he grabbed him by the throat and by the balls, dude, and just kind of lift him up over his head. And then threw him down the escalator, knocking everybody down like fucking bowling balls and bowling pins. Oh, man, that would be so awesome to watch. Oh, man. Masuda was quoted by police as saying he had filmed up the young girl's skirts many times before because it made him feel horny. (laughs) <laughs> it made me feel horny to do it. It was my release. Oh my god. What if he what if he didn't say horny? What if instead of horny he said because it made me feel alive? <laughs> or it made me feel real. <laughs> or maybe it made him feel sad. <laughs> I did it just to have feelings. I've never had feelings before. All I do is goddamn meditate, 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 meditate. I think nothing. I see nothing. I am nothing. The world is nothing. Until I take a picture of a young girl's 16-year-old panties. And then I feel like a man. (laughs) Oh, man, this is hilarious. Man, Buddhist monks. I never, ever would ever suspect a Buddhist monk of being a pervert and shit. But then again, we'll, well. do Buddhist monks I wait, I think in Japan they're able to marry and have a family and shit. I think being a monk might be like a part time gig for some of these guys. Maybe not all of them. Maybe for some of them they actually live and they do chores and they're kind of like the ones in Tibet and shit where they dedicate their license and stuff to like and they cut off their junk and shit so fucking they can't have sex or anything like that. I think in Japan, if I think if you are gonna be a Buddhist monk, being a Buddhist monk in Japan is probably the best place. Because here you could probably well Do anything you want, I guess. You get married, have kids, watch TV, buy Nintendo, fucking pornography, anything you got. Booze? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. So, and and fucking, unless you take it too far. Once you take it too far, you lose all that shit, because you wind up in prison, motherfucker. Sayonara, you fucking pervert. So, yep, this guy's busted. Alright, so, that's my first story. Second story is going to be, if I can find it... This is my porno music for the porno... First half of the show. Bam. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm a big fan of internet shopping. In fact, if I could just stay home all day and podcast, drink, and paint, I would be a pig in shit. I would be so fucking happy, dude. Seriously. Leaving my house is great, you know, but just staying home and fucking just working and fucking painting and drinking and podcasting, that's that's all I really want. You know, I mean, fucking, I don't ask for much. <laughs> I give more than I take if you think about it. So, Yeah, so anyway, I'm a big fan of internet shopping. Um, Yeah, I love to smoke a pipe, so I buy all my uh, tobacco. Not all of it, but I buy like half my tobacco online and shit, dude. So I do that, I buy books, I buy everything except for one thing. Porno. But if you go to Amazon, Amazon's got everything from A to Z, including P. When I say P, here we go. Amazon Japan employee investigated over child porn. Oh, shit, Amazon, you dirty bitches. Oh, God, so basically you can get everything you want, and uh, if you're wanting child porn, you should probably be shot in the head. Tokyo. Here we go. Japanese authorities are investigating a worker at Amazon's local unit over claims that he was involved in the sale of child pornography, reports say Thursday, making another police probe into the U.S.-based web retailer. And the unidentified man, reportedly in his 40s, posted graphic picture books for sale that showed nude girls believed to be under 18. Oh shit, this guy is busted. I thought 20 was the legal age in Japan. Maybe I'm wrong. GG Press News Agency and the Asahi newspaper reported, citing police sources, the temporary... Distribution worker. What distribution? Oh, I guess it's department. The temporary distribution worker who was dispatched to work at Amazon Japan Logistics, an affiliate of the Japanese arm of Amazon.com, was charged of product management and distribution. The report says a customer who purchased the book online returned it and complained that the book appeared to be child pornography. Well, if you got two girls scissoring that seem to be fucking underage on the cover and shit, what the fuck do you expect, Nancy Drew? What the fuck? <clears throat> but the employee relisted it on the online store. They added, oh, so it was on there and he took it off and he was like, wait a second, this is a best motherfucking seller. My numbers are going up. I'm going to get a motherfucking promotion. So he puts it back on the fucking website. This guy's a fucking dark genius, but should be shot in the head. Fucking, oh, it's got terrible. As part of their investigation, prosecutors are focusing on another man allegedly involved in the book's sales. Oh, so it's a dynamic duel. Neither police nor uh, Amazon Japan would confirm the reports, but the internet retailer said it was cooperating fully with the authorities. Well, thank God. We have regulations that any product, blah, 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 blah. They're just defending themselves. Okay, moving forward. Japan has a large porn industry and visitors are sometimes shocked by the uh, amount of sexual imagery and the huge volume of materials available. However, in June last year, Japan fell into line with other major developed countries and banned the possession of child pornography. Well, it's about goddamn time. But the sometimes graphic pedophilic images in manga comic books remain legal. How can you make somebody like if you're drawing like a character like let's say you're drawing like a porno right and um or like a pornographic graphic novel right like 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 batman gets batty or some shit oh i guess that'd be gay porn how about batgirl gets batty or batgirl gets robin (laughs) something like that okay or the joker get okay okay so anyway how can you draw a picture like if you're drawing a picture of like 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 two people fucking and shit how can you say that like oh no no this character here is eighteen and not seventeen? Hey, you're the dirty fuck for thinking that this character here is seventeen years old. You're the pervert. <laughs> right? How can you fucking I don't know, and maybe these artists are really good. I don't know. Well they are pretty good. I mean in fact they're really fucking great. Well then again I've never really looked at fucking Child porn? I've never looked at child porn for the record. Hell no. So I have no idea what it looks like and shit. But I would say, I don't know. It's a gray area. But fucking, yeah. All that shit should definitely be fucking banned. And if you have it, fucking get rid of it or you're going to jail, motherfucker. So, shit, dude. Yeah, so. Wow, that's crazy. Amazon. Fucking get everything from A to Z. All right, faders. Well, those are my two stories. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break. And then Maddie B is going to take it over for the B-side of Got Fitted Japan. Episode 227. Alright, faders. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Make sure to go down to uh, Mitsuya and Asagaya. Say hello to Sam. Say, got faded Japan when you buy your booze and go into the secret room and drink there and get faded. And then after that, walk down the street and go to Gamuso. Gamuso, our sponsor. Go in there and if I'm working, motherfucking tip me. I can use the tips. Trust me. Alright, faders. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. prints are about 2000 and each about 20 bucks but if you buy two you get the third one for free so come on down to the yo and on top of that I'm looking for commissioned work so if there's something that you want me to do I can make it for you just check out my stuff and see if you like my style and if you like my style I can definitely paint you anything on canvas paper whatever I've done it all so come on down to the that is T H E S P I L T I N K dot com the spilldink.com Propo.
1: Yo what's up faders? Maddie B coming at you with a bit. I'm recording live in a store department store in Suginamiku, Tokyo. And this is about my iPad. I had like uh, 600 pictures taking up like 40 gigabytes of memory. Which is just way too much. I didn't even have that many pictures on my phone. So I phone up the iP- iPEOPLE. And they always respond with the worst advice possible. Why don't you just restore your iPad to factory settings? But for some reason, it's like all these i iP- people always... I don't know, the dudes sound like... Like some sort of straight girl's gay friend. You know? Like, hey, heck... And I'm like, well, gay people don't really sound like that. Why do these I I people sound like that? My idea... Because it must be some sort of marketing technique. Because the guy that I was transferred to is like... In some other country, which is fine... They're tech-savvy, too. Um, But maybe it's just, like, the more disenfranchised those helpers are, the less likely, like, first-world white people are to get angry at them. So, you know, even though they're like giving you really bad advice, like, oh, have you tried resetting your iPad to factory settings? It's like, that's the last thing I want to do. But if, you know, now that he's talking, like, kind of like with a gay accent and a foreign accent at the same time, probably not going to get angry because maybe, you know, it's illegal. Maybe being gay is illegal where he's from. And uh, if the authorities find out, they're going to come over and shove a grenade up that guy's ass. Boom, his ass explodes. And his ass is like pointed at a wall full of other gay people. And they all get executed. It's like some sort of ironic Boko Haram shit. Anyways I figured out the problem The problem didn't come from the Apple people it came from some nice lady On the internet And um Basically what happened is like Apple doesn't know their shit anymore Now that Steve Jobs has died And uh I set my uh, time On the computer Back like f- Three or four years And what happened was A lot of the photos I had were, like, large videos and they were backed up in a deleted folder which I couldn't access. So if you ever have problems with your iPad, taking up too much storage with the photo memory and shit, just set it back a few years, oh, this shit bothers me. I'm in a department store. Just random adverts. Oh my god! This is the racist commercial! Holy shit, everyone! No, This is basically um, a commercial where white people smell Japanese soap and then their noses get really big. Like Pinocchio or like white people, because Japanese people have small noses, so... They smell the soap produced by Japan. White people smell the soap and their noses get really fucking big that's supposed to be, I don't know, promoting the product or some shit, anyways, so set your iPad back a few years, and then delete all the videos, and then you get all your memory back, but this guy I get, he's just like, Matt, I think that's a glitch, I'm like, yeah, no shit, man, so, anyways, if you're from Apple, go shit on Steve Jobs' plaque, Fuck you guys. Stop trying to shit all over what I'm trying to do. Anyways, that's my bit. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Okay, here we go. This is Got of Japan. Maddie B. We're taking it on the streets. We've got stories from the road.
2: You're with, uh... Who, who are you? I'm Rob. Why are you here? Just doing a... F- in the Koob's Plaza. Uh, it's a place where me and Matty B occasionally pull back a couple of uh, Gentleman James. What's Just a Gentleman James? Gentleman James is a imported beer. From oh, this can
1: be the POW.
2: Yeah. The pick of the week. Pick of the week, Okay, mate. so this is the pick of the week. Gentleman James, it's a import lager, oh, sorry, not a lager, for a premium ale from the U of K. The U of K. Um, Asda, which is a supermarket over there, is part of the Walmart group. ...that also owns Seiyu... ...which is a grocery store chain in Japan... ...that's right... ...and you can get a Gentleman James from Seiyu... ...for the price of... ...150
1: yen... ...which is about... ...150 yen... ...just over a buck or just... ...not even
2: a pound... ...not Not even a pound... pound. ...so you
1: get a couple of these... ...basically we're just... ...you're hearing a lot of ambient noise... ...because we're recording outside... ...because we're on the streets... ...we're taking it to the streets... ...like a couple of fucking homeless motherfuckers... (laughs)
2: It's all good, so, mate. how does it go down? Uh, it we... goes down excellently, Wait, mate. It's, it's, it's a long time favourite. Um, luckily, it's still in the stores over here, but you never know when it's going to end. So, I, I reckon grab them while you can. Cheers.
1: It goes down really... You know what? Ales. English Ales. Mm. You can't You can't really get a shitty one,
2: can you? You can't, mate, no. I'm, can uh, you? Well, in Doncaster you probably can because they don't clean the pipes. But Oh. Uh, you're from Donny. With I'm all the... from Donny, mate. I'm bringing a bit of Donny to the pod today.
1: <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. So, the Gentleman James, we, on the Got of Japan, we give it one thumb up, two thumbs up, two thumbs up and a dick in the air, or a chub, if it leaves you kind of lingering, you know... Like a, high, a half a heart on a chub.
2: <laughs> what about a th- one thumb up and a semi-dick in the I've, I've
1: we've, we, did, we did do that once. A, 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 a One thumb up and a, or two thumbs up and a chub. A chub, where, right. A chub where it kind of doesn't... Needs it, a it, bit more stroke. Right, it? it brings you in but it doesn't finish the job. Mm. Let's go double chub then. Double chub. You know, you can't give the Dillman James a double chub. It's It's... It's a good beer. Double yeah. Chub sounds like shit. Oh right, okay. You just call gentleman James a pilot. Yeah, I'm I, sorry, shit. mate. I'm
2: not getting this ranking system. You call <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. it, <laughs> gentleman James. Well, because you're getting a premium, fine English ale for under a quid, or just over a dollar, or 150 yen. It's getting two thumbs up from me. It's it's a go-to beer, and it's always available. And yeah, all yeah. right. So Rob is a is a listener. He he's an ex coworker of mine because I'm unemployed. He, he keeps the job, and I get fired. Let's not get political. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we're here to read you some news, okay? So basically, we're, we're sitting outside of a department store in the middle of the afternoon. It's pushing evening now, but it's still pretty daylight. Yeah. And we're, we're we've been drinking a few beers. I'm, I'm an employee. I can drink in the afternoon. That's <laughs> Yeah, fine. That's my excuse. Yeah, you have to go to work. That's your excuse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're doing. Okay. So Rob's going to help us out with the news today. Um
2: I'm going to yeah, I don't should I kick, kick this one off? Kick mate? this one yeah. off. Yep. Okay, so, yeah, um, maybe uh, listeners already know this, but in Japan there's a, a custom of uh, White Day, which is on uh, March 14th, uh, a month after Valentine's Day. It's where uh, men are supposed to give their girlfriends uh, a gift in exchange for the gift that they've received on Valentine's Day. Anyway, th- this is the uh, the first story. What's your opinion of White Day? Oh, mate, it's a ball ache, isn't it? It's a ball ache. I, I mean... My girlfriend's birthday
1: is on White Day, so not only do I have to get her chocolates, I have to get her presents and take her
2: out. Wow, that's... that's, It's super annoying. But at least, you know, you won't forget White Day, unlike this subject of the the first story. The headline, woman tries to kill husband because he didn't give her White Day gift. (laughs) Let this be a lesson to all you... Uh non white day gift givers out there. It comes from Osaka, so White Day doesn't mean white people by the way. No, not. It, it doesn't, just means no. purity. Yes, exactly. Because white and purity, you know, are in no way related. No, you know, white would... people never associate that no, with purity. No, no of course. Just, not. just for everyone out there to know. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> Police in Sakai City, Osaka Prefecture, on Monday arrested a 43-year-old woman on a charge of attempted murder after she tried to strangle her 31-year-old husband to death, claiming he didn't give her anything for White Day on Saturday. Woof, that's pretty harsh. According, tisk 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 indeed. According to police, the woman identified as Mie Nishiyama. Look her up if you want a good time. <laughs> Started to strangle her sleeping husband with a necktie at around 12.35 a.m. Monday, wow. Sports Nippon reported. Why does it Sports Nippon? It yeah, it's to always do with Sports Nippon, mate. It's th- they get all the juice. <laughs> the man woke up and subdued his wife, probably by the same necktie, who knows, before calling police. Nishiyama, who manages a beauty salon... She sounded better all the time. It was quoted by police as saying she got mad at her husband because he didn't give her chocolates or any other gift on White Day, which is when men traditionally give gifts to women in return for chocolates they received on Valentine's Day. Police said Nishiyama told them she had been drinking alcohol. Uh, I knew it. Yeah, before the incident, and that she had no intent to kill her husband, who suffered only light injuries. Instead of death. Yeah. He got away with it. Got away with it. That's right. Yeah. So, if you don't
1: give your girlfriend chocolates, expect light strangulation. Yeah. So, what's your opinion?
2: What, Kate, okay, Rob, your reaction? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a bit harsh, isn't it? I mean, you know, men typically have poor memories or. We don't you know, give a fuck. Well, yeah, in other words, we don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: um, like, it's nice to remember and, and have the reward of giving something to somebody, but generally speaking it's like i i i didn't need that reward to begin with
2: yeah sure i mean but it doesn't say whether you know what what did she give him on on valentine's day you know yeah so i don't know mate i mean really trying to kill your husband just because you don't get some chocolates seems a bit
1: you know? yeah it's the symbology of it though you didn't give me anything, so I'm worthless. Yeah, I
2: feel unappreciated. So now that yeah, I'm worthless, so. you're
1: worthless and your life's worthless. So. Well she
2: she manages a beauty salon. I mean it's not like she's, you know. All of her co workers are gonna day. be like, You did the right thing. You did the right thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, yeah, she she's probably got a lot of support in this issue. She yeah, manages yeah. it. You did the right thing strangling that bastard who didn't give yeah, you anything. Well we we see it all the time, don't we, mate? I mean, uh, we we used to go for, for Lunches and whatnot, and uh, we'd see gaggles of housewives basically just gathering on an afternoon, just bitching and whining over what their husbands haven't done for them, apart from give them their whole salary to yeah, bloody yeah, go know. shopping Sometimes
1: with. Sometimes Sachiko uh, interprets drunk housewife conversations when mm. we're at like going out for dinner or something, and she's like, she's like these. Woman will just be really drunk, and they're saying, "Yeah, my husband. I don't know why he goes and gets those like two hundred dollar massages every week. I know he does it because I find the receipts all the time. But I'm not gonna tell him until he gets angry with me, and then I have something to come back at him with." <laughs> it's like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's cat and mouse, mate. It always is over here. It's cat and mouse. Cat and mouse. Yeah, yeah. All right, Matty, what we've got. Uh, all right, let's... moving on. So
1: the guy lives. He has light injuries. Um, I, this is a corker. No, I'll. I'll I'll, I'll, hold, I'll hold my iPhone. This is done on iPhone recordings. Ambiot noise. Some people like it. It's diagenic. <coughs> Boy held for trying to kill goat says he was inspired by IS video. IS is, of course, Islamic State.
2: Oh, really? Oh, I wouldn't have known that because uh, they're not at all in the news.
1: That's right. Just in case anyone's super dumb. Police have arrested a third-year junior high school boy for attempting to kill a goat. Oh, I hate those suitcases, man. Put rubber on the wheels. Be like a good boy and wear rubber before you go and fuck the world with your goddamn noise. Okay, Police have arrested a third... Oh, you can still hear it from that far away. So annoying. Police have arrested a third-year junior high school boy for attempting to kill a goat. Uh, The boy told police he was inspired to kill someone after watching videos of Islamic State extremists beheading hostages and that he wanted to practice on the goat
2: first. So a third-year junior high school boy is what, about 15? 15 15-ish. Bloody hell.
1: Bloody indeed. According to police, the boy broke into the grounds of a school in Tachikawa, Tokyo, at around 1 a.m. on February 15th. This is pretty old. NTV reported that he had with him a bag containing a handsaw and an iron bar. That's vicious. Yeah. The boy went into an enclosure where the school keeps some animals and then attempted to kill a then attempted to kill the goat with the bar. However, the goat's bleating attracted the attention of a police officer on patrol. That's
2: my favorite part. <laughs> the, goat's the goat's bleating. bleating attracted me, me. So you just imagine the police I, I hear a goat bleating. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Something's afoot. Sounds
1: like somebody is striking a goat. <laughs> The boy tried to flee, but was caught by the policeman. The goat did not suffer any serious injuries. Well, have
2: to thank God for that Thank
1: God for that. The boy was quoted as saying he had downloaded videos of his, of Islamic state beheading hostages onto his computer at home and had watched them many times. He said he wanted to practice on the goat before killing a person now why why goat yeah it 's an odd one for me Matt um... like goat, why Why did he go, cause I guess it's a school where he, yeah, why goat yeah, yeah. and not, I don't know, dog or, is he well, dog I, as yeah. an emotional attachment,
2: why goat? But I mean it, it, you know, it almost Cause shows that, because goats are like Islamic food, you know halal goat, well that's what I was going to say mate he had a good, you know, he, he could have easily said to the police officer, listen, I was just going in because, you know I yeah. wanted some halal meat and I was just going to, to you know cut the goat in the, uh Correct way.
1: Oh, that's right. He's gonna he studied the prayer ritual.
2: Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, looking at it another way, mate. I mean, he's you know he's planning on beheading somebody. But
1: Japanese people are weird that yeah, way, aren't like they? He, Not
2: all of them, but like the ones that want to behead
1: people. Yeah,
2: those 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 ones those are. Those ones are weird. weird. But what is quite weird consistently. I mean, so. But in the same way, it's it's quite it's it's almost very Japanese the fact that. You know, he wants to behead somebody, but he can't just go in there and behead somebody he has because to study he might first. make a mess of it. It's right, like, you know, I've got to practice and get it exactly right. After
1: so, yeah, and if he had beheaded the goat, he would have you know he would have used it as a lesson. He would yeah, was like, yeah, after beheading yeah. the goat, this is what I have learned. Yeah, and he then he would have applied that to his next animal
2: or yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I mean, yeah, it's quite disturbing, mate. Fifteen-year-old boy. Thinking, you know, thinking along those lines. Uh, I know. Yeah. And then, like, you would never feel comfortable around that
1: person ever again. No. No. I mean...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Been He's a
1: few... all right, but he does kind of want to behead people. Yeah, but and you never know that, what's in his backpack.
2: He may have a, a oh sword my God. <laughs> Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. What an asshole. Yeah. 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 Most junior high schools, are, students are assholes, though.
1: Yeah. Funny. Oh, um, all right. Moving on
2: to the next news item. Yeah, this is a bit of an odd one. Uh, SDF. What's officer. an SDF? The SDF is the Japanese Self Defence Forces. Um, basically, the how would you explain them? The non-army army. Yeah. Um, of Japan. The unofficial uh, army. The unofficial army who are trying to get the well, Abbey, you know, trying to give them their. Official power back. But anyway, an SDF officer arrested for using stolen passport to swindle over 300,000 yen. Now... Quid. Quid Make it quid. Quid, mate. It's about two grand. Less than two grand. Yeah, about... Yeah. 1,700 pounds. Is that how strong the... Yeah,
1: pound is, and that's yeah. how fucking shit the yen is these yeah, days. Yeah, it used to be a lot better. Yeah, it, it's, it's about, I would say, 2500 US. Mm. Yeah, maybe a bit less, maybe a bit more. We're pushing that range, right?
2: All right, do go. Yeah, okay, on. so, um, a self defense force brackets SDF. Officer has been arrested for stealing a passport and using it to sell an expensive wristwatch and swindle large sums of money. I'm already a bit lost. Um, (laughs) According to police, last August, (laughs) Masakatsu Watanabe, 28, a lieutenant stationed in Nerima Ward, Tokyo, went to a used goods shop in Shinjuku and sold an expensive wristwatch for over 300,000 yen. According to NTV, police say that Watanabe had stolen the watch from someone in his barracks and then later stole the passport from a private residence in Musashino City. Whoa, so he
1: broke into somewhere?
2: Or was he just there? Yeah. He was, like, at a party or something,
1: and he put this elaborate plan together? Yeah,
2: it's a bit weird, mate. It's all a bit odd, this. he,
1: He sees a guy's passport at a party... And is like, he, he goes to use the washroom, but he goes into the guy's bedroom and he finds like a passport, yeah. and then he's like, "Wait a minute, I can use this passport to steal a watch and then sell it and get 300,000. I only ruin my entire life and all, everyone around me.
2: Yeah, but uh, what I want to know is like, why, why do you need?"
1: Because if you sell a high ticket item to a pawn shop, you need uh, ID. You need your
2: passport, I suppose. Yeah, yeah.
1: and this guy's like, yeah. I can, I can look like this guy. Just take off my glasses, and we look like the same kind of Asian.
2: Right. Yeah. Because. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but all for seventeen hundred quid or, or three hundred thousand yen. I mean, it's 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 a big.
0: It's a big risk to elaborate. take, to lose
2: your career, to lose, you know, your pride, and, and to be arrested. Like, if, like it doesn't say month, he broke you know. into a place, so it means he
1: stole it while he was at a party somewhere or something like that. Maybe, maybe. Because if you said yeah, after, yeah. after, you know,
2: stealing it or after breaking into right, a place, right, right. you know. And he's, a, he's, a, he's an army guy. Yeah, that's the thing, mate. Yeah, yeah, army guys. I mean, you'd think that they were looked after in terms of, you know, remuneration and... Uh, you know just possibilities to get, to get places get those
1: guys at our school where they're, we used they're, to teach and
2: they they're really good fellas generally i yeah, mean they're, they they're smart and, and you know humble and and you know they they come across very well so <laughs> 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 shoving that in my face well, right. yeah, no,
1: you keep on turning away from <laughs> sorry, the <mic>. sorry sorry <laughs> it's <laughs> We're drinking my first a... time all right first... all, all right, right my well, What an asshole <laughs> Um, Oh, this one's dark. Yeah, this one is a bit dark. I'm not sure if this one one was covered um, because it's a bit old. Um, The news is a bit old, but there's an update. So if you've been waiting for the update for the past, like, 10 years, then congratulations uh, for you. The man goes on trial for kicking customer to death in ramen shop. A 38-year-old man went on trial Friday, charged with kicking a fellow diner to death in a fight over seats at a ramen shop last year. In the opening session of his trial at the Tokyo District Court, Shinichiro Imanishi—oh, sorry, uh, Imanishi—pleaded guilty to fatally assaulting Hisao Kitajima, 49, in the restaurant in Tokyo's Kita Ward on September 27th. The court heard that Imanishi, who weighed 120 kilograms—that's a big motherfucker, man he 's
2: a massive. M- that's a
1: huge motherfucker. Like, I'm, I'm about 74 kilograms. I guess like 170 pounds or something. I don't know. Anyways, he, this motherfucker threw Kitajima to the floor and kicked and stomped on him before calmly returning to his meal. Kitajima, K- Kitajima fell into a coma and died of his injuries two days later. The trouble erupted when Kitajima pulled at a chair which Imanishi was using to rest his foot on. Imanishi, who was arrested shortly after the incident, explained to fellow diners that he may as well eat his meal, reportedly saying, I will go to jail for sure. This will be my last supper.
2: Yeah, it's a good... good, I mean... This guy's a real jerk. Yeah, he is a jerk. I mean, I was going to say, it's a good story only from a news perspective, obviously. It's not, you know, there's nothing to be condoned about it, but there's yeah, no gray area. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I mean, exactly. What, a, what an asshole! I mean, this, this guy, a, you know, he should probably not be eating more ramen because he's already a hundred of a size that kilograms. Yeah, um, and secondly, putting your feet on, you know, seats in restaurants in Japan—that's pretty rude. That is pretty rude. It's pretty jerky. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty jerky anywhere, I, I would say. Um,
1: Even being that overweight in Japan yeah. is pretty jerky. Yeah,
2: yeah. Being
1: 120 pounds in Japan, like, who do you think you are? Why do you get to take up that much space on the train?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should pay, pay extra tax.
1: Ooh. If, ooh. But if you're that fat in Japan, it's like, it's like, imagine Japan's an airplane and everyone's always on the airplane. If you're sitting next to like a really fat person on an airplane, that's bad enough. But imagine if your whole life is next to some fat man. That's what like being that overweight's like in Japan. It's like you're on a tiny little island and you're and you're being a fat dude. But I don't know. At least Stomp,
2: stomping, stomping is is you know, stomping. That that's something he that hold the chair. Yeah, yeah. Pull the I mean, chair,
1: and that's how you respond.
2: It's all right. Just just you know, if you are angry at him for pulling the the chair that your feet are on, just. Push him and say, you know, oi, my feet were on that chair, do you mind? You know, stomping on yeah. him until he dies. I mean, that is. That's like that if, um,
1: if, if some, some guy is going to kiss you, and instead of just saying no thanks, yeah. you, instead of kissing him, you rape him in the ass. Oh, uh, yeah. It's exactly like yeah, that. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to kiss you, so I'm going to. You just don't rape a guy in the ass. No, you
2: don't, no. Although if he was trying to kiss you, he might want that to happen
1: unless he's a upper like you know he wants to do the raping Ah.
2: anyway back to this story <laughs> um, so what's the end what's the yeah, end result well, yeah, I mean, do you think he'll I, be, mean I, I do, do like he'll the get... final quote I, I you know he's resigned you know I will go to jail yeah. this will be my last supper but and it's ramen it, yeah but it ramen is last summer better, yeah. man. there's last better summer, choices last supper, uh, <laughs> last supper. <laughs> yeah anyway yeah harsh mate harsh harsh last right. story have we got one more I
0: think, we got... I think
2: yeah this is this is maybe the last one yeah, yeah. last story everyone okay so this is um, this is about stalking stalking yeah uh, something that's not uncommon I must say in this country um, keep, and keep your keep your uh, voice pointed towards the mic dude sorry dude sorry, sorry. so the uh, number of reported stalking cases has hit a record high apparently uh, in, in 2014 and 22,823, according to a report released by the National Police Agency this week. 23,000 stalking cases. That's a lot, man. That is a lot, it isn't it? sounds high. That does sound not, doesn't sound low. It doesn't sound reasonable. No. 23,000. So, I mean, how many people do you reckon live in Ogikubo? Uh, well, in Suginami
1: Ward, there's over 600,000. Okay. And Ogikubo is most of Suginami. Right, okay. And so we could safely say... Three hundred thousand people live in Suginami alone.
2: Right. Okay. Our district. Okay. So that's like one in how many? One in seventy.
1: No, I'm making it up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. One in fifteen. You let the math people in figure 15. it out. We're English sorry, sorry. teachers. Okay. You one do in fifteen. At home. Really? In in Cuba, like one in fifteen people. So. My, my math's my I'm Sorry, dude. <laughs> Okay, Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, anyways, anyways, sorry. So it's the thir- third year in a row that the number has risen. Yeah. And an increase of 8.2% over the previous year, 2013. Well,
1: even just looking at this girl walking past us right now, she's kind of stalkable. She's yeah. wearing high boots with the zippers up the back. Matt, come
2: back, come back. She's
1: wearing like a nice purple little skirt above the knee and she's wearing, you know, a nice she's 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 stockable and the woman behind her is stockable too. She's
2: Yeah, but you you know, you're resisting, right? You you resist. Yeah, man. You, you 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 start from the eyes, not from the legs. That's right. Well, you you can just sit down and there's
1: going to be a more beautiful woman walking by any minute anyways. Right. So, pull it, pull it
2: together, Takeshi. Yeah. Um, the the higher number, by the way, the increase, uh, last year's increase of 8.2%, apparently is because a higher number of people actually coming forward, as in victims are now coming forward to report it. Oh. Which suggests that stalking is massively going on, but nobody's been reporting it. That's right. So I've known people being, who've been stalked. They don't report it. Yeah, they just move. Yeah. Yeah. And there's... Th- I think the reason they don't really report is... I, I, I've, you know, had friends that have been stalked and have reported being stalked, and the police just are very, you know... They have to get confirmation to from the other party yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. I, I've known, I've known uh, abused... Well, you mean they have to get confirmation from the stalker?
1: Well, something like that. I mean, otherwise it's just some crazy person coming into the police station right, making right. claims, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to be able to back it up. You need paperwork, sure. you need evidence, and then, you know, because the cops... They can't just take your word for it. No, of course not. Who they are, are you? Yeah, you're a yeah. citizen. Mm. Meaning, yeah, well, are we? Are we? Are we citizens? No, we're not
2: citizens. No, white people aren't. <laughs> did you read anything? Yeah, I did. <laughs> did uh, I'm going to read, read the, the t- latter half. Oh, right. So, so basically, yeah. So of the total, police issued warnings to stalkers in three thousand one hundred seventy-one cases. So that's wow. That's what a seventh of of the total amount. Yeah, While around arrest- a I, I like my maths. While arrests were <laughs> made in 2,500... Sorry, 473 cases, the NPA report said 89% of stalking victims were women. Men aged from their 20s to late 40s accounted for 65% of stalkers. Wow. So that's quite a, you know, specific demographic, isn't it? And then there were 14 cases in which the stalkers killed their victims. Wow, that's pretty
1: low. 14 compared to 22,000.
2: That's pretty good. It could be worse. Uh, In in 51% of... That's about half. Okay. The perpetrators were ex-partners of the persons being victimized. So we got a lot of jealous boyfriends. Jealous boyfriends, yeah.
1: yeah. No, Keiko only sucks my dick. Yeah. That's the rule. Yes. And if she breaks up with me, she can still only suck my dick. Exactly. Cuz I am that fucking awesome. That's how important I am to the world. I'm a salary man. Keiko sucks my dick for life. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, there's yeah, p- cuz there's, you know, fixation. It's pretty big in Japan, yes, I would is. say. Yeah, like people, yeah, people yeah. are very fixated on their goals. Like yes. I realized, like because I was recording with those mu- Japanese musicians, mm-hmm. they're so good at doing that thing. Like they're so fixated right, on it. Right. They're very passionate about it, and you kind of encounter that a lot. Right. You know, or, I don't think you like, should like,
2: liken your band members to stalkers, though. They're
1: stalking music. All right. <laughs> yeah, like the music is some sort of you know has some sort of magical pussy or right, something. Right. Westerners we we like we do a bunch of shit
2: kind of half assedly Sure, sure. You know. Yeah. Thank God for a half-ass. Yeah.
1: yeah, we we could it, never. We, be... we follow a girl yeah. in the mall for about 2 minutes before getting bored yeah. and yeah. remembering that there's a thing called internet porn. Right. I mean yeah. like I don't get the uh, that that drive and fixation is often escapes me. Yeah. Uh, but I'm yeah. Off, it can be inspiring and it can be scary at the same mm. time like with sure, the, the stalking sure. thing. I mean it's just like mm. Like, that guy who's stalking Keiko, um, mm. even though Keiko might not even be that amazing of a person. Sure, sure. Um, but for, he has that very fixated goal where only his sperm exiting his dick can go into her mouth. Right. It's like a very fixated goal. Right. You know? And it, that, anything else beyond that does not compute.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Apart from beheading goats. That guy was specific too, very yeah. fixated on a goal. And then they go at great lengths, often to their In own fact, detriment. I think all
2: this week's stories are based around fixated goals. I know. Yeah. Fixated holes. So yeah. the lesson is don't give a fuck. Exactly. Be half
1: assed. Yeah, you're a human. You suck. Dick. Dick. <laughs> Whether it's from the man who's your boss or your husband, who's a man, eventually you take it in the fucking mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a wonderful lesson. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) All right. So I think that's it from us at Got Faded Japan. Uh, I'll I'll have another segment, or I've already done another segment. (laughs) It depends how we edit this. so until then he's
2: not fixated he's not fixated
1: take it easy everyone we're gonna go back to the Gentleman James chilling out in the cold 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 March weather of Tokyo alright peace
0: ladies
2: I've got a government job to abuse and
0: lonely wife to fuck
2: as far back as I can remember I always wanted to be a gangster
0: (laughs) I was under pressure. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't stand to it.
2: You sure excuse me? We're going yeah.
1: We came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep.
0: Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up Republican shit. Ah, fuck it,
2: dude. Let's go bold.